Hey, welcome to our podcast. Andy Bush and Richie Firth here. Uh, good. I uh, see. I want to say good morning, good evening, good day. This is two podcasts running now that I've not grasped the concept that you could be listening at any time of day. We do have a, uh, a daytime, nighttime issue, though. Uh, Leona, our colleague, is slagging us off to the hilt because we keep saying uh, it's a Tuesday night, it's a Wednesday night, it's home time, uh, begging the question when does nighttime actually start? <laughs> When yeah. does it start? Off the top of my head, I'd say the moment work finishes, it's night time. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I totally agree. Leona thinks it's not technically night time until it gets dark, which is problematic in the She's summer. a dark lady, though. She's got some dark, dark thoughts and darkness. I think she's struggling a little bit because she's under investigation for her fantasy football, a regular fantasy football activity. I completely agree with you. That's what's going on. Uh, we're going to be talking about this on the show in the not distant future. But as you know, Leona's put a team in to our fantasy football league, the hometown fantasy football league. They're literally top part of the table. Bearing in mind, Leona's got no interest in football at all. None at all. Something's going on. And we're going to be putting uh, Matt Dyson, who is going to be our hands blicks, <laughs> searching for a regular activity <laughs> for Leona. There's a name. Uh, yeah, last night at the Absolute Radio 10th birthday celebrations, Leona's there, uh, Dyson's there, myself and yourself. Yeah. And and uh, the three of us surrounding her. But here's what I find the most disturbing thing. <laughs> She's grinning like a Cheshire cat. Yeah. She's actually reveling in the attention. Totally. And I don't know whether that makes her more guilty in my eyes or whether it makes me question us and yep. whether we're wrong and she is some fantasy football genius. I just don't know. She's smirking like someone who, who thinks they've got away with murder. Mm. But this story is not finished yet. <laughs> this is, this is going to be an epic legal tale to the point where it's going to end up on Netflix. Making of a murder of three. Exactly. Yeah. Leona edition. Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Andy Bush and Richie Firth here. It's our new Hometime show. Show three, week one. We're hanging in there. We're doing all right. <laughs> Literally hanging in there. Literally today. hanging in there. Great to have your company. Hope you're doing okay. Obviously, last night it was Absolute Radio's 10th birthday party. And what a night it was. It was fantastic for me. There was an element of being transported back to uh, university, actually, in a student union with yes. the Manic Street Preachers closing the night. Everyone was fantastic, Blossoms and George Ezra. But for me, uh, Manics were my favourite. They were awesome. They were very, very good. I, I love Nicky Wire. Is it Nicky Wire, the bass yeah. player? I love him. I love the fact that his hair's getting more bouffant. His time's <laughs> gone. He's looking a little bit like Jessica Fletcher from Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> they did a brilliant cover of um, Just Like Heaven as well. Yes. Which was awesome. Nice little... He's great. Uh, Guitarist as well, lead singer. For me, George Ezra, for me, won the night. Was great, yeah. And, you know, bearing in mind, I guess it's just him and a guitar, isn't it? Mm. Uh, but he's like, George Ezra has taken, you know that bit in Napoleon Dynamite where he's dancing on stage on his own? Yeah. Like no one's watching. <laughs> George Ezra seems to have made that into a career. Yes. You know, in that he's kind of like a, a nerd, but in a kind of fun way, and he just completely won the audience over. And you made it there, hats off. I have to share with the audience, as Andy and I <laughs> left the studios yesterday, about seven in the evening, and we're walking oh. down Carnaby Street to get on the tube. Andy lays down the line of, uh, oh no, I've left my phone. I will just go back and get it. I'll catch you guys up. And I'm thinking to myself... All right, okay. The little lady is just three weeks old. Uh, I understand why he's obviously leaving go. us and going home here. But you did. You turned back up later, and I was like, okay, fair enough. Do I thought what? this was the excuse going down. It, it went even further than that. Not only did I get my phone and then race back to try and catch up with you guys, I remember you saying to me, I'm going to need to eat before I have any beers. And yeah. I was like, yeah, we'll sort it out. I went to Burger King on my own ahead of getting turning up at the Shepherd's Bush Empire. Incredible. I was in the queue, and I felt so bad. Do you know that bit in the Bible where the cockerel crows three times? <laughs> yes. I, it was like that. I thought, I can't leave Rich in. 
the lurch like this. So I walked away from the queue and just went went to the venue. You I know, was fine. Kind of I was I was drinking. You're having a cracking time. Can I commend you? I don't know if anyone else listening does this right, but Richie's got this brilliant stacking system <laughs> for his beers where you hold your current pint yes. inside the pint glass of your previous pint. Correct. So yes, I can I see at a glance from 20 yards away exactly how much you've had to drink. <laughs> Listen to where you stand. It just reinforces it with those plastic glasses. But do you know what? It, was, it becomes a problem, obviously, because the more drinks you drink... I I tell you what, I, I came across quite a problem at Liverpool Street Station on the way home last night. We'll, we'll get madness on, yeah. and I will tell you how I got out of this problem at Liverpool Street in an ingenious way. It's on the way next. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Radio. You are listening to Hometime on a Wednesday with Andy Bush and Ritchie Fur. It's 16 minutes past four. Uh, Ritchie just left us on a cliffhanger about how you're drinking at last night's Absolute Radio 10th birthday party ended up with a weird situation at Liverpool Street Station. Tucking the drinks away whilst watching the bands last night, I get to Liverpool Street, I'm busting, Okay, Uh So you've got a situation going on. Situation, uh, the pub with the free toilets is closing down, so I've got nowhere to go. I'm not paying 30p for a toilet. I need a toilet. It's a crisis situation. I look up at the departures board. The Stansted Express is leaving in five minutes' time. What, the one that goes to the actual you got airport? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need the Stansted Express. I need to just go home. Right. But what it does have on it is a toilet. Oh. So I tap my way through the barrier, scurry my way up the platform. There's now four minutes before the train departs. I'm sweating even just hearing about this. Onto the train. Into the space-age toilet you have on the trains these days. Take care of business. But it's got to be done quickly. It's yes. a high-stakes we, this one. Yep. Because if it goes wrong, I'm on my way to Stansted Airport and I'm not going home. Now, I bear in mind, this is nowhere near where you live if you were to all. end up on that. And also, there's no coming back from that at that time of night. No, there isn't, no. Because it was we're talking last train territory. So you're looking at your watch the whole time that this is going on? We're trying to relax so that I can still perform. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's all but about the performance. Here I am. It was fine. I got off the train. Guards whistle blows. Off they go. That must be and so satisfying to be back on the train now. Because the worst thing in the world would be to obviously then start this train journey when you haven't performed. You got and it. you could end up with a nightmare situation on the train. Yes. But you've done a high stakes week getting on another train that's going to go somewhere else and managed to get you back. You got it. Got back off it and then got on mine, yeah. Which does raise the issue of high stakes weeing. Sometimes people do go to unbelievable lengths just to finally try and get a wee in before they go somewhere. <laughs> a friend of mine was doing a marathon uh, recently and they end up having a knock on a stranger's door. Oh, wow. I think people get caught short at marathons quite a bit. Yeah, because you've got to load up with the water beforehand, you see. I know, you're a bit nervous yeah. as well. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. The day after the Absolute Radio 10th birthday, I intook a lot of fluids last night. They needed to come out. And uh, when I got back to Liverpool Street last night, uh, a high-stakes wee was needed. High-stakes wee. Used the toilets of the Stansted Express five minutes before it departed. I didn't need to go to Stansted. If it all went wrong, I was heading to an airport where I just needed to go home. We need to underline what an amazing manoeuvre that is. I would never <laughs> dream of doing that in a million years. Running onto another the train that you know if you get that wrong you're at the airport yeah 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 I am uh, but it went fine so we're after your high stakes we please 8 12 15 uh, Robin Kent has been in touch uh, I have a young daughter when she goes to bed the toilet is next to the bedroom so in Ooh. the evening I have known to take a in his own back garden, he says. Oh, you animal. The high <laughs> you st- animal. <laughs> but the high stakes of that is Mrs. Rob finding out, you see. I know, but like, what about a neighbour? 
Imagine <laughs> your neighbour across the way just... just looking out the back window. It is high stakes. I agree with Rob. He's out the back doing that. <laughs> Uh, for me, actually... It's for the good of his daughter. For the good of his... He's not yeah. going to explain that from 300 yards <laughs> if um, Mrs Beecham from across the way is looking. Uh, here's a text that says, Hey, Butchie, which is people who are combining our two names. I see what they've Butch done. Butch and Richie like that. Uh, doesn't the waste from those toilets go straight onto the track? Ah. Uh, There's loads of signs saying don't flush in the station. Isn't that true, Richie Firth? I had picked a train that doesn't empty onto the track. That's why I did that. So that went through your actual thought process. The train nerd in me knew I could do it on that one, but not on another one. All that time on that train simulator (laughs) has finally paid off. If you've had a high stakes where you want to hear from you, 8, 12, 15. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Richie Firth last night after Absolute Radio's 10th birthday party. Hopefully this hasn't blemished the party in any way. I hope not. You sneaked onto the Stansted Express. I did, yeah. To do a quick wee before you got on your train. It's an amazing thing. It's brinkmanship of the highest order. If it goes wrong, I'm heading to a destination I really did not need to go to. Your stories, please, 8, 12, 15, or you can get in touch on Twitter. Caught short in Central Park. Had to wee behind the castle as soon as one crowd of tourists left and before the next arrived. Boyfriend was less than supportive. An anonymous texter. I understand why on that one. <laughs> Kelly is on the line now to tell us all about uh, our high-stakes wee that is going to shut everything else down involving the Black Wall Tunnel. Kelly, go for it this is amazing um i was on my way to work and the blackpool tunnel closed so i was stuck in traffic for about two hours yeah um really needed the loo sat there for ages trying to hold it couldn't in the lane next to me a coach had pulled over and was stuck in the traffic too Uh so i went and knocked on the coach driver's door to ask if he had a toilet on the coach (laughs) um luckily enough he did and i was able to use the toilet um, but when I came off the coach, went back to the car, I, there were quite a few other people who had the same idea. Um, and the poor <sighs> coach driver had lots of people knocking on his coach door wanting to use his toilet. Oh, my lord. So did you get to use the loo on the coach and there was no one on the coach at all? Were there, were there people there who were midway through their holiday down to Torquay for the weekend <laughs> having to wait for you? How did that pan out? <laughs> but there was no one on the coach, luckily. It was more a coach, like a commuter coach, going from Kent into central London. Oh. It is impressive, it is bold, it is brilliant. I love it. All those things. <laughs> Kelly, lovely to speak to you. Mobile. Say goodbye to scary bills and hello to capped contracts from Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Robin Stoke, this is a great one. I had a mad dash into London with a grumbling stomach. The toilet was uh, toilet was 30p to use. No change. So he dashes to the cash machine. He needs change. So over to a news agent to use 20 quid to buy Haribo to get change. Then the rush to the toilet. Picture the scene. Trap one, Houston Station, with a mouth full of Tang Fantastic. And all that happens was a 30p fart. Oh, God bless him. <laughs> this is the panic that people get themselves into. That's why you must be so impressed with your own little manoeuvre. That you did. It's a manoeuvre. I thought I was a hero. Uh, we've got two safari-related high-stake wees come in here. Go right, on. listen to this. Guys, picture this. Lion enclosure at the safari park. Empty bottle of Coke on our first date. I even dropped my bat in the process. We stayed together uh, for a while after that, strangely. I don't know what's dropped his on bat. On first date? I t- Imagine weeing in a bottle next to somebody on a first date. That'd be so bad. And the first date is a safari park. There's so much going on there. So much going on there. And Tony Quick and Ruth Marshall, cracking names like a pair of detectives. (laughs) Hi, guys. I once got caught short in a line enclosure at Longley and had to use a cup and get the missus to chuck it out the window. 
Some of the things are unbelievable. You can text the show 81215 or use our brand new email address, Richie. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Absolute podcast with bush and richie and now a not fit for broadcast podcast extra uh so adam a high stakes we like no other uh, this is a call that we couldn't share on the actual live show today because it was it, it was just slightly crossing the mark just tell us what happened to you yeah so i was um driving my kids to a, a birthday party in streatham and we live down on the south coast so on the way uh stopped in ikea because one of the kids was asleep um I jumped into Ikea and my wife drove around the car park to keep the kids asleep. <laughs> uh, so I went into Ikea. Been there. <laughs> uh, smash, it, yeah, smash and grab uh, in Ikea, got what we needed, jumped back in the car, carried on from there up to um, Streatham and stopped uh, on the forecourt of a um, petrol station with a um, little mini supermarket on it to get some last bits. Uh, and while we were stopped there, I stayed in the car this time and my wife went in to get the stuff. And uh, I went for another sip of the coffee that I'd had on the journey on the way up there. Uh, and to my surprise, instead of my coffee inside the cup, it was um, a cup full of wheat. Oh, oh no. no, mate. Oh, God. Um, because, uh, as you can probably sort of put two and two together now, whilst I'd been in Ikea, uh, my, son, my son, who was awake... I'd been desperate for a wee, but my wife couldn't stop the car and get him oh. out because of the other kids being asleep. So, look, so Adam, we, 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 we were asking for high-stakes wees. <laughs> it's not you that's done the high-stakes wee, but you yeah. have drunk a high-stakes wee. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, that, exactly that. Uh, Adam, can I, ask you, can I ask you what, it, what did it taste like? If you it was to link it to one thing, what would it taste like? Oh, it was like salty and bitter. And oh, oh. I had to spit it out, but I had to hold it in my mouth to get the car door open because I didn't want to spit it obviously all over the inside of the car. So, I'm now thinking of one uh, of the greatest films of all time, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Adam, that's great, mate. Thank you so much. No worries. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Are there TV shows that your partner watches that kind of wind you up? Uh, very much so. We don't say anything. You just let it kind of go and stuff. Relationships are weird, aren't they? You kind of you fall in love with someone and you move in with them or whatever. Then you find yourself watching Bargain Hunt, but not, you can't say anything. <laughs> That's how it goes, isn't it? Pick your battles. Exactly. It's a very, very good bit of advice. But I think everyone has got TV shows that their partner likes that they kind of hate and you have this burning resentment about it. Like my partner Katie, for example, she's got quite a big roster of programmes that she watches. For me, I don't know about you, I watch like two or three different shows. That's literally it. Yes. And I'm very passionate about those shows. But she'll watch, she'll be watching anything pretty much that's going on. And I would say actually both you and myself are in a situation at the moment where our other halves, because uh, we are fortunate enough <laughs> that they are nursing two new people into this world. They are. In a wonderful way that they're both doing individually. Well done, the pair of them. They are spending maybe proportionately a lot more time on the sofa watching television than I'm, they may well once have done. I love how really kind of carefully we're treading around this particular subject. <laughs> Gifted wordsmiths. But I think it's quite good to get it off your chest sometimes just to say the names of these programmes and almost exercise them, OK? So <laughs> yeah. I thought, just, just as a kind of bit of group therapy here on this show on Home Time today, this Wednesday afternoon, uh, I just want to know from you the top three TV shows that your partner watches that you desperately hate. So I'll start with mine, right? Honestly, by even saying these out loud, release the anger. Right, top three. First one, Money for Nothing. You ever seen that TV show? Is that the scrap show one? Yeah. 
this woman <laughs> hangs around the tip <laughs> and then she takes stuff off people I have seen this. and then goes and gets it done for loads of money and then brings the re- uh, or the money for them the item that she sold to yes. the bemused person on their doorstep that's it and every person right I even actually videoed this with my phone every single one when they come to the door they always lock themselves out but it's never actually mentioned <laughs> on the TV show I always think he just locked himself out <laughs> second show Big Bang Theory uh, American oh. comedy, does it ever end? I quote, it is, the next series is going to be the end, Good. finally. I've had enough of it. It never ends. And then final one, Coronation Street, <laughs> even the opening sequence, just the music, <laughs> just makes my heart just slightly bleed a little bit. So they're my top three. What about you? What have you got going on? Mine are a little bit more niche, actually. Extreme Cake Makers. She doesn't watch that. I don't even know what channel that she finds this on. <laughs> but there are so many uh, recorded and viewed on the Skybox, but they yeah. can't be deleted yet. I don't understand why. These pro- Programs on are at all hours as well, so they end up filling up the box to get it at 99%. The only way is Essex, an abomination of a television programme. Natalie, she does not do she that. She does indeed. She does do that. But then I think the one that I object to the most, and I don't see why it even needs to be recorded, Jeremy Vine on Channel 5. Wow. He's, 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 he's replaced Matthew Wright. <laughs> um, I don't even... I think it's just called Jeremy Vine on Channel 5. Yeah. <laughs> just, that's not... A, oh, no, 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 no. But it's It's watched. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. On the way, find out what happened when we made our competition winners do their dance party pieces on the (laughs) pavement outside the Shepherd's Bush Empire. Brilliant work. I still see it when I close my eyes on the way on this show. Of course, uh, during the course of Absolute Radio's 10th birthday party last night. More about that in a bit. Uh, Meanwhile, don't suffer in silence. If there are programmes that your other half watches, that you normally just sit there and just think, this really winds me up, name them. We're after your top three TV shows that your partner watches that you hate. Uh, Cathartically, Thomas has gone with Keeping Up With The Cardinal. Kardashians, oh. Keeping Up With The Kardashians, <laughs> uh, Keeping Up With The Kardashians. My other half, Katie, watches that programme. It's three years today since I moved in with Natalie, um, and she used to watch that programme, and she doesn't anymore. So You're making her a better person. And hopefully giving hope to others as well. There is a hope. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Don't it worry about changed. that. Uh, another Natalie here says on our Facebook page, Game of Thrones match of the day. I'd say that's uh, that's good. I like Match of the Day, Game of Thrones. Not having that. Uh, Jerry, Not really it. come dancing. Real Housewives of Somewhere and Soldier, Soldier. What decade is she living in? <laughs> soldier, Soldier. And I love this one here. Hi, Bush and Richie. My husband is obsessed with the repair shop on BBC Two at 6.45pm. People bring old, tatty, battered relics and get them restored. The usual uh, object is Grandad's chair or a toy that reminds me of Grandma. <laughs> podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. It's our brand new Hometime show, Andy Bush and Richie Firth, who you may have heard just singing along to that like a nana. <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, I love the Mannix, what can I say? Hey, and they were brilliant last night, Absolute Radio's 10th birthday party. It was great to see so many of you guys there uh, last night as well. It was like a big family party, wasn't it? It and was, and we were specifically looking out for yes. um, some of our mob. Um, home timers. <laughs> yeah. We should call them home timers. Uh, Adam in Suffolk and Trina and Mark. So these were the people that uh, won tickets to come to the 10th birthday party last night with things that they said they could bring to the party. You remember them? Uh, Adam in Suffolk was the guy who said he could do the lawnmower dance. That was him. If there was a way of us erasing any memory of last night for Adam and kind of rescinding the tickets... 
Yeah. Um, than we would because that lawnmower dance was so disappointing. It was really bad. I think he knew deep down as he was doing it outside the Shepherd's Bush Empire that it wasn't really working. He was getting heckled by people <laughs> driving by. He was a lovely guy. He was a lovely guy. But he defrauded us a little bit there. So, yeah, uh, that didn't work well. And then, obviously, he was a juxtaposition against this next lot. Trina and Mark. So, Trina nominated her husband, Mark, and said that he could do a scissored leap that then went into the splits. <laughs> uh, this is the little audio clip of it. You can hear the point he actually hits the pain from it. Have a listen to this. Don't know quite what we're going to get here. Mark, take it away. Here we go. <laughs> oh! Oh, oh, my wow. God. Wow, that was unbelievable. That was unbelievable. Well, we hadn't done a health and safety. No, he's done a hamstring again. <laughs> uh, honestly, the way he jumped up in the air, did this kind of front kick thing and then hit the ground, and, I mean, that, that has got to hurt almost... I reckon today he's hurting. There's no two ways about it. With due respect to him and his frame and size, I was not expecting what happened to happen. Yeah, but he kind of jumped up and then walked on and then had his beers. It was incredible. It, it was incredible, but I reckon today he's woken up. He's definitely split his difference. <laughs> Put it that way. And I tell you what, if you want to see it for yourself, and of course Adam's bit of lawnmower manoeuvres, you can see it. We may have been overly harsh, you decide. Maybe we were too harsh about Adam and his lawnmower uh, dance move. Have a look for yourself. It's on our Twitter feed now, at Absolute Radio, or you can see it on Facebook. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio on a Wednesday night. Andy Bush and Richie Firth, this is our new look hometime show. We hope you're enjoying it. Wherever you're listening from, hi to the team at Toffee TV. They're listening right now. And Kate Griffiths, makeup artist. She's got us on in the little makeup room as well. Toffee TV are listening. Is what this about an that? Everton TV channel? It is an Everton TV channel. How has that just snuck its way in without <laughs> any approval whatsoever? Feel free to sneak Arsenal <laughs> things in. Go for it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I uh, don't know whether you've decided what you're eating tonight. Um, uh, let me put this forward. I saw this uh, at lunchtime today before I got on the train and came into work. Uh, my wife and I sat having lunch in a, uh, a fish and chips restaurant. Sit down chippy. Sit down chippy. I love a sit down chippy. Uh, and uh, whilst we're settling Rocco into the high chair, two other chaps come in, sit in the corner of the restaurant. Obviously, they've come out of the office where they're working and uh, just having lunch out. And as the waiter goes over and takes their order, um, they actually said, could we ask for something that isn't specifically on the menu? And he said, well, it depends what it is. And what then was ordered, one of the guys goes, could we order a plate of chips okay. with eight slices of bread? So what, plate of chips and eight slices of bread and butter around the outside of it or something like that? That's all they asked for. And the, the, wow. the chap just goes, uh, yes, that's fine, OK, no worries. <laughs> Comes back, obviously, five minutes later with plate of chips, eight slices of bread. And then what these two guys proceeded to do was assemble and construct their own chip butties, wow. but in a restaurant. And I had to take my hat off, not just to them, yeah. but actually to the restaurant for adapting and going with it. Who's ever had a chip butty but out? That's, that's unbelievable, isn't it? A boulder's brass as well, asking yeah. for that first off. Normally I would say, I mean, I'm a huge fan of a chip butty. Love it. Uh, but you would have that with the remnants of what you don't kind of finish off if you're yes. having a cod lot, if I can use a Bristolian phrase, cod and chips. <laughs> yeah. But you You'd never go straight off the bat and say, right, I'm having a chip butty. No, you wouldn't. Uh, and you're, you're right, it's generally the leftover stuff. Yeah. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily get oven chips out to construct a chip butty. No, you can't actually have an, uh, an oven chip chip butty because it just doesn't work. Microchips? Do oh, they do still do those? those? I, I went through three years of university on microchips. <laughs> chips that were heated up to literally the same temperature as the <laughs> surface of the sun. <laughs> the chip butty is alive and well in this country and that is a great thing. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast.
Christmas with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Queen on home time. 14 minutes past six. I think since Richie's just been talking about chip butties, everyone else has been starving. <laughs> I'm starving now. This text, you guys are crazy. Of course, you just do a chip butty. I'm having one right now. I admire that. I completely admire that. But sometimes I feel that the chip butty is overlooked a bit in the modern era. I spent an entire summer working in a chippy yep. straight after finishing university uh, at a place in uh, like Paynton in Devon, if you know, like the South yeah, Coast, yeah, yeah. or Torbados, as we like to call it. Uh, so I was kind of privy to some kind of strange orders. You get to see what different... I always find that people from different areas order different types of things. A lot of people still order cod row. Cod row, what's that? You have cod, I think it's fish eggs. Oh. And, you, and you can have it deep fried. Oh. I always wonder, like, what was that all about? Cod row, still, if there's anyone in the United Kingdom that still eats cod row, this is 15 years ago, so maybe it's like, I've not seen it in a chippy for a while, but no. cod row, other one, weirdly enough, my eight year old daughter asked me about it the other day when we were queuing up to get our fish and chips uh, in Leon Sea. Pickled egg. That is, yeah. Uh, pickled egg. Yeah, my wife loves pickled egg. Really? Uh, and that is that is one of those things that shows you the give and take of marriage, because we've had to look past that. <laughs> oh. That would be something in your relationship you'd have to work, work through. <laughs> yeah. Or work it out one way or the other. So if you have an unusual order at a fish and chip shop, maybe you're one of those people that has fish cake. What a waste of time a fish cake is. <laughs> you get, you know, you get chippy tea one night of the week. Why waste it on a fish cake? Let us know, 8, 12, 15. Share the love. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Big news first of all, and exciting news on microchips. Sean in Scarborough works for a company that still make microchips. Wow, so they're still a thing, they're still going. It's a brilliant thing. Remember them whack them in, how long are they in the microwave for? Uh, it didn't, uh, f- about 30 seconds from 30 memory. Sec- yeah. It's magic, it is magic. <laughs> uh, Laura and Dean, it's our 21st wedding anniversary tomorrow, yet my husband has pickled egg and codro every time from oh, the chippy. Wow. So you can get 21 years of marriage out of that order. <laughs> that is love. Matt says best order ever is the CCG, uh, which is chips, cheese and gravy, the national gif- uh, uh, dish of the Isle of Man. How to tell the north from the south of England. And Andy in Nottingham says steak and kidney pie sandwiches. Listen to this. I used to live near a chippy, so I'd walk up there with two slices of bread and butter wow. and the pie in the middle. This blows everything out the water, though. Upgrade your humble chip butty to the epic chip loaf. Take an uncut bloomer, cut the top off, carefully scoop out the innards, coat inside with salt, vinegar or ketchup, wow. and then get a large portion of chips inside. That is from Paul. Amazing. There you go. Try the chip loaf tonight. 10K. It's Absolute Radio's 10th birthday. We're giving you all the presents. You can win £10,000 each and every day. What's even better, the money is going to be in your bank account tomorrow. I've calculated you could buy 21,052 boxes of microchips with 10 grand. Imagine that you always know you've got something in the locker <laughs> if you're getting home late from work. Get your phone out now and text the word WIN to 81215. No question to answer. Imagine having £10,000 and God knows how many microchips in the bank. All we've got to do is text the word WIN to 81215. Good luck. Text cost £2 pounds plus your standard network rate. Lines close Thursday 27th of September at 9am. Over 18s only. We're playing across the Absolute Radio network. Terms and entry at absoluteradio.co.uk. Absolute Radio, where real music matters. It's home time with Andy Bush and Richie Firth. 
On a Wednesday night, 6.33, if you look on our Twitter feed at Absolute Radio or on our Facebook page, uh, you can see the dance, the party pieces that our listeners did for us last night at Absolute Radio's 10th birthday. Julie says the lawnmower dance by Adam might be the funniest thing I've seen all year. People did like it. Maybe we were too harsh on him. It was a good night last night. It was great fun, but I have to say I'm actually looking forward to going home today. because I'm, I'm quite I'm, tired. <laughs> I'm very tired. We're a bit tired and emotional now. It was a mad old dash for us when the show finished at 7 o'clock to then get over to Shepherd's Bush to the extent that Bushy and I actually missed uh, most of Blossoms. We did, so, didn't like, we? we? We missed a third of the acts. And then, I don't know about you, I got in there and I'm seeing, like, Danielle yeah. and, and Dave up on stage uh, hosting all the acts. And then you've got, we've left Pete Donaldson back here. He was working hard. Anchoring the live coverage. And I did feel just that little bit of... Guilt slash shame that you and I couldn't play a bigger part in the night. A bit, a yeah. bit of fraud. Really. I feel like we weren't pulling our weight a little bit. You know, because like Danielle, who's obviously on the way after this show, she's got Swade. She's working again tonight. She's Swade yeah. co-hosting with her this evening on the evening show. But obviously, she was making loads of notes because she was doing interviews and stuff like that. And I was just drinking Carlsberg and uh, getting some guy to do a lumo <laughs> dance exactly. outside. So you know, I, I think you've got a, a point there that. I feel like there's more that we could do in terms of Absolute Radio's birthday celebration. Well, the Queen has two birthdays a year, so we should celebrate a second time. Now, uh, not in a million years do we have the brain capacity at this point in the show to come up with anything, but <laughs> we just thought we'd bring it up with you. Just just hold that thought, yeah. and maybe we'll get back to this you know, this week at some point, where maybe there's more we can do in the birthday type of sensibility. Do you I know what I mean? I think there is. I think there is. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. It's time for Hitler's Toilet. Would you say rebooted for a new generation, Richie Firth? Uh, definitely. I've, ha- I've actually had some comments about the rebooted element of the toilet because uh, back in the day, um, I sung the theme tune. I didn't realise that you used to sing the theme tune. I got this tweet from uh, Sabur saying, I love the toilet, I'm glad it's back, but please take a leaf out of Dennis Waterman's book. When it comes to the theme tune, I preferred it when you sang the theme tune and you composed it Yourself. Can I ask you a question? Did you used to sing it live, as live each time? No, no, no. It was uh, it was recorded live, and then the same one was played. Well, let's see what happens. Is it's time for Hitler's toilet on this Wednesday evening? The non-sung version. See, look. Yes. Money, time, and resources have been put into that. And the original one, I tell you, no money, time or any resources are put into it. I like this, though. It's got a kind of, like, pound to it. You know, it's good. Moves things along. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. <laughs> Move it along. it never did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, do you know what? This is one of those helpful ones today. Uh, you and I have not been shy that today's show has had an edge to it yep. um, that we've had to fight through, and that was induced from last night. You can tell from our voices a little bit. We were doing a lot of shouting and talking and stuff at the birthday party. Had we have seen this story earlier, it could have helped us. A meditation teacher 
called Rory. He's Australian from Sydney, has claimed to invent a hangover cure that will get you feeling back to normal in just 11 minutes. Now, I want to hear about this because I still cannot believe 2018, they still don't have a cure for hangovers at all. You know, there's like the old wives' tales, like a, you have an egg yolk and all this kind of stuff. Nothing's ever done it, is it? No, 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 no. There's nothing you can go and buy that will do it. Uh, He says with his method, you'll start to notice its effects as soon as you start. So where does this 11-minute time parameter come into it? Come on, Rory. because you have to watch his 11-minute meditational instructional video. And then once you have done that, Hangover has gone. Really? It's a really bold claim. What is in it for Rory, though? How is Rory going to monetize this? You have to pay... Is it pay-per-view? Well, because it's on Instagram, surely he could... He could be advertising his his whole thing <laughs> and every time you've got a hangover and you watch this oh. the numbers go up. I don't know but he's saying that the the meditational side of it will take away the guilt of the fact that we've got ourselves into this state we just have to embrace the hangover and then it goes so basically if this was on a t-shirt it would says uh, Rory says embrace the hangover <laughs> basically yeah Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Uh, before we end, we hope you enjoyed the podcast and everything so far. And again, we thank you so much for your brilliant support and your texts and stuff during the show. Uh, we couldn't do it without you, but I do feel bad that I do need to mention something before we end this podcast. Far away. Uh, yesterday on the show, uh, I was we were, well, we were both slagging people off who have smelly food on public transport as part of our British Transport Social Police feature. Correct. And I do remember there was a blanket ban being put in on food. On food in particular. And then what did I do last night? <laughs> a few pints down the line on the way home after the Absolute Radio 10th birthday party. I was buying these items and I couldn't even believe that I was going back on my word so badly. I sat on that train, a late train from uh, London, Liverpool Street, and ate a veggie samosa. <laughs> and two girls in front of me actually turned around because they could smell it. And I was like, oh, God. The, oh, look, God. do you know what? The, 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 Awful. The, the British Transport Social Police statute book stays the same. No food on public transport. I know. However... If there was to be plea bargaining, I think any train post 11.30, which is what both of us are talking about last night. Good point. I think there's a a relaxation of the rules because I got to Liverpool Street similar time to yourself and there's a 15, 20-minute wait for my train. There's food outlets still open. I'm going to eat. Yeah, you've got I, to I get something, haven't you? And I, I, I bought immoral snacks for half past 11 at night. Delice de France, a, <laughs> a giant um, ham and cheese baguette. I don't giant. need that. Insisted they warm it up. <laughs> yeah. And then and then ordered a giant pan au chocolat. Everything has to be super size in the evening, doesn't it? For some Flaking reason. Flaking all over the train as if I've got dermatitis. It's just... <laughs> I mean, you know, why? I don't need that food. If you're about to have your tea, we'll leave you with that thought. (laughs) That's great.